Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another dual episode. I have my lovely and amazing wife, Nancy, with me today. So before we jump into today's episode, if you didn't receive any of the emails from myself or Nancy over the last couple of weeks, we wanted to end the year strong moving into 2023. And that kind of is, you know, the premise of what we're going to be talking about today. But Nancy and I decided to do um, a Cyber Monday four layers of LinkedIn workshop. So it's on Cyber Monday, which is November 28th. It's from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's live and recorded. The replay will be available until that Sunday, which I believe is December 4th. So you have plenty of time to watch it back. And I'm going to be teaching all of you the four layers of LinkedIn and how to apply that to your business in 2023, which is optimizing your profile, uh, building the right kind of network messaging and booking sales calls and creating content. There's a workbook. And the way that I'm breaking it down is the first 60 minutes is all teaching and the last 30 minutes is all live Q&A. So if you would like to register, just go to the description of this episode and you will see the link uh, to register. We have nearly 300 people already registered, which we're so excited about, and we would love to see you there. So what we're going to be talking about in today's episode are the things that you need to do to achieve your goals in 2023. And the only reason why we're putting a date to it is because obviously 2023 is on the horizon. But in all honesty, this is an episode that you can come back and listen to year after year, and it's going to be applicable. So what Nancy and I wanted to do with all of you today is give you a peek behind the curtain of what we do in order to plan our goals for the upcoming year and how we achieve them. So Nance, why don't you kick us off and start to give them that peek behind the curtain of, of the things that we do? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, being a person who loves organization and structure and all that great stuff, I absolutely love um, when we do this plan for the upcoming year. And, uh, you know, you can call it whatever you want to call it. You know, typically we call it like our marketing plan, uh, you can call it profit plan, you know, whatever it is that you'd like to call it. But I always start with how did we make out this past year, right? You know, so you don't want to plan ahead before you really recap on what went well, you know, a year prior, uh, you know, what is still going well, and maybe some things that maybe not, might need to be discontinued or stopped, uh, you know, in the upcoming year. So I love to number one, right, kind of recap and take a look at our year. Now, we typically do this in November. So you might be thinking, well, the year's not over. Well, it's a great time to do it because think about it, Scott, right? How great do we feel that we already have a plan, uh, you know, for January all the way through, you know, to the rest of the year already, right? It feels so awesome. And of course, you know, based on our projections and kind of, you know, our trends and where we're going at the moment, 
we can project around how much we're going to end up at, right? You know, um, November, December are very busy months when it comes to holidays and things like that. So it's not like we have crazy launches or anything going on then. So again, what my recommendation would be first is to recap your year prior. Uh, whenever I say recap, I first really like to take a look at, you know, all the products that you sold last year you know, do a little breakdown, like how much did you make, you know, with each product? Uh, you know, what are some details, you know, underneath, I actually create like a little Google sheet and I write all the products and I have a little sales, you know, so it's like, what were the sales? Uh, what went well, what needs work? And then what can be discontinued next to it? And after we go through sales, the other thing that we can look at is, you know, what, uh, how much has our email list grown? Right. So we look at different KPIs, which are um, KPI stands for key performance uh, indicator. You know, we take a look at different, you know, KPIs that we, we might want to track. So, of course, Scott and I went really hard this past year growing our email list. So I was able to write down, all right, here's where we're at, you know, as of November 2022, uh, when we're doing this podcast and be able to look at where we were last year and how much we've grown. So it's important to really reflect on those numbers. Do we have the, like, where were we last year this time? Um, I don't have the exact numbers, but I do know, I mean, between a lot of the joint ventures you did and a lot of the other things, I mean, we, I mean. Can we, we probably doubled our email list between last oh, year and this year. 100%, right? And I mean, our goal, just so you guys know, I mean, we do a lot of organic growth, things like that. We're not pumping a lot of money into paid uh, ads or anything like that. But our big goal was to hit 7,500, you know, with our one contact list, right? We have two separate ones. And, you know, the other one has that, you know, thousands of, of, of members, but the other one we are really focusing on niching and hitting that 7,500. And I think we're over 10,000, um, you know, already. So we really went hard at that. It was something that we tracked and it's something that we'll continue to track for the upcoming year as well. Yeah. I think it's a, the KPIs is something that a lot of people don't uh, look too much uh, into it. And you have to, because you need to see what goals you set, which goals you hit, and which ones you missed. And then you focus on, well, what enabled us to hit those goals? But more importantly, what didn't allow us to hit the goals that we were looking to hit? The other thing that I want to throw in there is Nancy and I always uh, label the year ahead. So 2022 was the year of intention. And our intention this past year was to switch our company's revenue stream from active income to leveraged residual monthly income. So for those that don't know the difference, active income is you sell something once, you get paid for it once, and that's it. So if someone hires you for coaching, if someone buys a virtual program, it's one and done. So what I'll say is that we really focused on switching things over uh, profit-wise. And in the past year, you know, just to kind of give you a, a baseline, I would say 2021, um, we were at a 75-25 split percentage-wise of active income versus residual income. And we wanted to switch that. That doesn't feel good because if you're listening to this, and your company is running mostly on active income, God forbid something happens and you're only able to really run off of that 25% income that your company is bringing in, 
it's not going to allow you to grow in scale. And Nancy and I did a great job between the two of us switching that over. And when we tracked the numbers this past year, we flipped the script. 75% of our company's income this year was residual and monthly reoccurring based and 25% was active. And we're happy with that split because if we continue to grow and we keep things 75, 25, that 25% active income allows us to reinvest back into the company, into other things. So you need to set a, I would say a name, right? So 2022 was the year of intention for Nancy and I. So Nancy, what is the name of the year 2023 for ourselves and our business? Yeah, I told Scott, it's the year of implementation. And marketing. <laughs> yeah, the year of action, and then I hear a little, and marketing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, again, last year we did such a great job, like Scott said, uh, really, you know, setting goals and being clear on all the intentions. And now that we actually have uh, certain products, you know, that are residual, right, leveraging income where, you know, we can sell it and then we can continue, right, to make money on it without having to involve ourselves, you know, one-on-one -on -one completely, that's just the game changer, right? It naturally had to kind of phase, you know, in this way. Uh, as we're building the business out uh, to be a long-term win, you know, right? In my opinion, right? We're not just like, oh yeah, let's sell this thing or that thing and this, you know, it's like, no, we're putting structure around it, you know? And one thing that we're doing as well is, you know, and that's number two, right? You know, one, we talked about recapping, you know, the prior year and the importance of that. Step two is doing the same thing for the upcoming year. So it's actually mapping out, all right, what are the products that you're going to sell, right? And don't get wild and crazy. You don't have like a million different things, right? Keep it simple. In fact, most companies, most coaches, consultants, people like that, you know, have what we call a value ladder. You know, it's usually about maybe three core services. Now, Scott and I are two people, right? You know, we have two separate businesses and we have a business together. So obviously what that looks like for us is going to be a little bit different. But I want you guys to really map out, right? What are those products or services that you're going to be offering? You map out how much you want to make, right, for the year with those products and services. And then you map out the rest of your KPIs, right? So, for example, if it's to grow your email list by, you know, 1,000, 2,000, whatever it might be, uh, write that down, right? That's your goal for this year. Uh, you know, another goal could be increasing your followers on, you know, whatever platform you really focus on, right? If you're, if you're actively building your network and connections on LinkedIn, for example, you know, set a goal, a specific goal of what you want to grow to. Okay. So that's what you do. Number two next, right. Is actually break down now. What are your big goals for the upcoming year? Okay. Anything else you want to add there? Scott? Yeah. I think it's important not only to break down those goals, but you should have specific goals. Right. So Nancy and I, we have we had different things that we were looking into. So things that Nancy and I have together, uh, we have programs that we run uh, and operate together. And as Nancy stated, we have uh, within our company, uh, Nancy runs one of the areas of our company um, with her and uh, team that we have. I run a certain aspect of it. Uh, on my own with the LinkedIn trainings that I do in speaking engagements. But we set goals for each one of those, the things that she's doing, the things that I'm doing, and the things that we are doing. Then what we did is we went a step further and we said, okay, 
you know, with the income goals that we have with each of the specific things that we're doing that are going to total the uh, amount that we wish to hit this past year or this upcoming year. What are some of the other ways that we can pour some gasoline on the fire? And again, this is what people need to think about. So many people get focused on the straight numbers, right? They get focused on the nut, the, the amount of money they want to make. And yes, maybe they do a, a great job of breaking it down. I need X amount of people to make this per month. I need X amount of things sold to equal this for the year. But what are, what are you going to do outside of all of that where you can continue to grow and scale? And that's why Nancy and I really said, okay, we need to really start doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on joint ventures, um, potentially even doing our first virtual summit with um, some people within our network and our sphere to start growing together. What are those things that we can do for collaboration, whether it's continue to do podcast guesting or guest virtual speaking in someone's group? So not only do you have to think about the goals that you have monetarily within your business, but you also have to think about what are my networking goals? And I think this is something that really gets pushed to the side. You know, entrepreneurship can be a very lonely place for people because it's it's you just serving you and, and the people that you're serving outside of that. And you have to understand that collaborating and linking arms with as many people as possible that may be on a similar path, maybe a couple steps ahead, maybe a few steps behind, but you all have the same purpose and passion behind what you're doing, growing, scaling, and making a difference in the lives of those that you're working with and what they're doing. So it's finding other people that have a similar cause and goals as you so you can band together. Something that I always tell people is an army of two is twice as strong as an army of one. And I can absolutely attribute to the growth that Nancy and I had in our company this past year was due to our collaborations. You know, we were big on doing free trainings. There doesn't have to be a price tag on everything. You have to understand relationship building with an entrepreneurship is so, so important. So understanding, breaking down all of your goals down to the minute grain of what it is that you want to achieve, but also thinking about those outside the box ways. And that's a, Nancy when I, what we did, you know, we initially broke down our monetary goals and then she said, okay, let's talk about those things that we can do to grow outside of that. So let's talk about joint ventures. Let's talk about doing a summit. So different things that we maybe didn't do this year that would allow us to grow in a different way this coming year. And, and those are some other things that we all need to start thinking about. Yep, absolutely. So again, if you are a very visual person, if you can imagine, right, you know, a Google spreadsheet, for example, where on the left-hand side, you've got your sales, you know, the different products. And then to the right of that, again, you've got your sales number. Um, and then from the year prior, right, you've got what's uh, going or what went well, what needs work, and then, you know, the other one. And that's where I put in a lot of those details where, you know, maybe for a couple of hours, I'm like, you know what, I don't want to launch and do like a five day workshop, you know, it doesn't make sense for that. So I put those notes in there with some action items of what we can change and, and put in place for the upcoming year. So just like Scott said, I mean, it's a great to kind of list out and, and you know, again, and think outside the box how you can actually grow and, you know, affect things. So the next step uh, that I typically recommend uh, you do, and this is something that we do, it is super, super simple, guys. You can literally take 12 sheets of paper from your printer, for example, okay? I write down January 
February, March, right? I write all the months at the top of each piece of paper. And what I do is I go through the entire year. And what we do is we map out big things, right? So think about if you have any holidays coming up, um, if you have any vacations that you want to plan, if you have anything, you know, on a personal side that you want to make sure that you don't schedule anything wild and crazy for, you know, make sure that you go through and you add those notes. Now, the next thing that you do is, right, and this is a rule of thumb, is you want to plan no more than about four what we call A-level launches, right? And I actually learned this, um, Stu McLaren, um, you know, he's a huge internet marketer, uh, really big into membership sites and things like that. And his big rule of thumb was no more than four, right, A-level launches. And whenever I say A-level launches, that is, you know, the type of launch where you are spending all your time, money, energy, marketing dollars, all that kind of stuff really growing and and really, you know, advertising and marketing and going all in on, right? So these A-level launches could be, again, maybe your signature program. Uh, maybe it is a, you know, a big release or, you know, releasing a new program or something like that, a membership site. And then what you do is after you pick out where your A-level launches are going to be, which guys, <laughs> conveniently enough, right, there's four, there's four quarters, right? So I think breaking it down into one per quarter, that gives you a little bit of breathing room, you know, obviously, if you kind of spread it out in that way, uh, you can, you know, schedule your A-level launches to make sure that you have the energy, time, resources, all that good stuff. And then number two, you're going to fill all the other months with complementary or what we call B-level launches, okay? These could be things, you know, such as really promoting like a lead magnet with the, the intent to focus on building your email list. It could be um, promoting, maybe you want to pick up some VIP or one-on-one, -on -one, you know, clients. You could promote that. Uh, you know, you could look at promoting uh, really anything. I mean, or, you know, we both have books now, <laughs> you know, could be promoting your book again, uh, lots of different things. So I want you to now go through, uh, you know, and again, this is step three, map out, right, all the months um, and get an idea of when you want to launch things. Now, keep in mind that you might be thinking, well, I have no idea and, and you know, this might change this might change, right? You know, this is not set in stone. In fact, you know, Scott and I usually we get into the year and it's probably quarter one or quarter two. And then it's like, all right, let's just kind of bob and weave, you know, as needed because we meet people where they're at, right? You know, if we have a lot of people in our audience who are saying, oh my gosh, I need LinkedIn support or, oh my goodness, are you going to do another LinkedIn training? You know, even I think about, right, we're doing um, the little training that Scott decided to do this month because he had so many people say, please, you know, can you please do one more little training, you know, on LinkedIn uh, before the year's end. So, you know, we really do like to meet our peeps, you know, where they're at. So again, number three is really just mapping out that quarterly plan um, of what you're going to be, uh, you know, focusing on. And whenever I say launch, it doesn't mean that you have to you know, have like this big launch, uh, you know, for something, it just means that's going to be the marketing focus, right? Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where Nancy's talked about this very early in this episode, the, I don't want to say comfort, but uh, the ease of our minds, knowing that we have the entire year already mapped out with our A-level launches, our B-level launches, our C-level launches, like knowing, and and Nancy even went a step further, um, 
that she's like, all right, well, let's get everything done. Let's let's get all the ad events done. Let's get all the sales pages done. Let's get everything built out. So we just literally are ahead of it because that most people, the reason why they get behind on their goals or they don't hit their goals is because you are not planning ahead enough. And you know, the quote is when you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So we're taking it up a notch. Not only are we mapping out our entire next 12 months upcoming, whatever foundational things that we can do, sales pages, uh, Zoom invitations, uh, everything, all that, that backend stuff, we're going to take care of it ahead of time. And that will allow us to continue to focus on growing and scaling instead of working in our businesses. So those are just some of the things that we wanted to touch on with all of you today. You know, understanding, you know, what are your goals? Mapping things out, really jotting those things down, putting tangible numbers and then action behind it and really scheduling those things out. So again, if you would like to register for our upcoming workshop, remember it's Cyber Monday, 7 p.m., to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, completely free. You will find the registration link in the description of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please enjoy the rest of your days and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you everyone for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.